Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. We have been talking about evangelism for the last handful of episodes. And specifically, we've been looking at Paul's desire to clearly communicate the gospel to those who need to hear it, which I really do hope has been helpful and compelling for you to share the gospel with someone in your life. And if you have, please let us know. I would love to help support and encourage that work in your life as you move toward boldness in declaring the gospel. So I hope that's been happening. But now, as Paul continues on in chapter 4, he moves on, but stays on the same subject. He's now not going to be talking about his own desire to evangelize and specifically telling someone the good news of Jesus, but now he's quickly going to speak for like one sentence on our life, meaning how we walk matters in our witness to those around us. Or to put it bluntly, your walk impacts your witness. Let's look at Colossians 4. This is verse 5. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. For all you faithful listeners of the podcast, maybe you remember all the way back in episode 12, we looked at the beginning of Paul's letter to the Colossians and we saw that word, walk. Now, I'm assuming most of you don't remember. So, here's just a quick reminder. When Paul uses the word walk, he is speaking about our lifestyle. It is how you are living out your life. And so far, in chapter 4, he has been purely speaking about his desire to communicate with words the gospel of Jesus. He had said that he wants to declare the gospel with clarity. So we spent multiple episodes hitting the idea of our words sharing the gospel. But at the beginning of verse 5, he uses once again that word, walk. That should be a transitional word then in our minds. He's now not talking about your words, but your walk. Now, those are two common points of emphasis throughout the scriptures, the words we use and our walk or our lifestyle. So let me just say this quickly. Many of us often separate word or walk, or maybe even better than saying separate, Maybe we prioritize word or we prioritize walk. Some of us might be strong, quote unquote, word people. We have to have the right things to say. We have to speak the gospel. We have to use words a lot. Others might be more walk people. You tend to prioritize living out your faith, trying to tangibly be loving, trying to make good decisions with how you act or to serve people tangibly in life. Now, as I say both of those, maybe you find yourself leaning one direction or another, but all of us should agree with both. That's because God has not designed us to prioritize words or walk. 
He has designed us to live into both of them. For it is by your words that people can hear the gospel and be saved. But it is by your walk that people can be compelled to listen and trust the words you are telling them. And I think that is why Paul seamlessly transitions from declaring the gospel with words to now discussing our walk and our lifestyle. Because if we want to be a witness for Jesus and we want to declare the gospel clearly, our walk, our lifestyle, what we do matters because your walk impacts your witness. Listen to the beginning of verse 5 again. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders. If we want relationships and therefore good gospel conversations with those who are outside the faith, Paul encourages us we need to walk in wisdom. Now, think for a second. Why does he say walk in wisdom? Why doesn't he say walk in love, walk in compassion, walk in understanding, walk in zeal or passion. Why is it that he says here in this context about wanting to have a witness and being able to declare the gospel that we have to walk in wisdom toward those people? Well, I think our answer lies in the definition of wisdom. Maybe for you, when you hear the word wisdom, you think of an old sage type of person who has just the right things to say all the time. Or maybe you think of a leader who seems to always make the right leadership decision. We look at people like that and we say, wow, they are wise. Well, biblically, wisdom isn't this varsity-level, sage-like person. The Bible calls all to be wise. And that's because what wisdom is at its core is simply living in life with God through God's design. Now, I know there's probably better ways to say that, but just for the sake of time today, I think that's kind of how we can think of it. The wise life is simply the life lived with him in his design and way of life. And the scriptures compare that, this godly lifestyle with God, to foolishness, which is simply walking outside of God's design, away from God's presence. That's the dichotomy that scripture set up. The wise person lives according to God and in his way, the fool has abandoned God to follow themselves. And Paul urges us, Let our walk be marked by wisdom. May the gospel of Jesus and our union with him that we've been talking about episode after episode not only extend to our head or to our heart, but may it also affect our hands. Would our lives be marked by a godliness, a life with him, or would we walk in wisdom? And that is so important because truly, your walk impacts your witness. God has designed the world in such a way that people will come to know him and the gospel 
through you, through us as the church. And people will need to hear your words. They will need to hear you declare the gospel. But people will be drawn in, not necessarily by your words right away, but first, usually, by your walk. The way you live differently and set apart. If you want to be a witness for Jesus and use your words to declare the gospel, we have to be a people who walk in wisdom. So I would encourage you today to consider how your walk is impacting your witness. How does your lifestyle impact how your family members see you? how you are viewed in your neighborhood, how your coworkers engage and work with you. For me, one main realization I've had of this very idea is when I was going through some pretty intense suffering in my life a few years ago. And as I was going through it, I'm personally just trying to survive. I'm trying to cling on to Jesus and literally just wanting to make it day by day. I didn't feel like I was doing anything special or anything out of the ordinary. But what I couldn't see was that my walk in that season was having an effect on my witness. Because while I wasn't getting to talk to as many people, preach as many sermons, do as many podcasts, use words as often, people in my church or people that I even barely knew or our neighbors mentioned how my walk, my lifestyle in that season was impactful. I wasn't sharing the gospel with everyone. I wasn't using my words to compel them. But it was the way I was living that God was using to make a difference. And he was giving me an opportunity then to use words because of my walk. Friends, the exciting and also terrifying reality is that your walk will impact your witness. So we have to be aware enough and we have to be honest enough to ask the question, Is my walk impacting my witness for good or for bad? When people look at my life, are they drawn in to hear me speak about why I live with a sense of hope, why I have joy, why it looks easy for me to walk with integrity, or is my witness hurt by the way I live? Is that sin addiction, harming people wanting to hear about the freedom of the gospel? Is your engagement on social media driving people away from wanting to listen to your words about Jesus? Is your work ethic compelling people or is it frustrating people? Take a moment today and I want you to consider how your walk is impacting your witness. And here's a little bit of good news at the end. If you would say there are certain areas of your life that you have been living in a foolish way, leading to a harm to your witness for Jesus, James would tell us in James chapter 1 that if you need wisdom, you need to grow in this area, you want to walk more in wisdom, his command to you is simply ask God for wisdom and he will give it to you. If you want to live according to the way of God, live a wise life with God, and let that be a catalyst for our witness and our evangelism, he says, ask God for it. So if that's you today, simply what I want you to do is ask God for wisdom 
and the help to walk in a way that is compelling for those around you to hear the hope you have inside of you. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.